Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of the Absolutely Not podcast is brought to you by Just Fab. Just Fab is your go-to style, personalized online shopper. Let me tell you, all you have to do is take a 60-second style quiz for personalized outfit recommendations. You literally get an email of like thousands of different styles of things to choose from. And the best part is you can become a VIP member. What are the VIP perks, Heather? I'm about to tell you. You get 30 to 50% off retail pricing and free shipping on orders over $39, round-the-clock access to trending styles, and invitations to private VIP events. Listen, there's no commitments. So you might as well become a VIP. I'm a very important person. You should be a very important person too while you're shopping. The best thing about Just Fab is it takes the work out of trying to shop and put outfits together. It keeps things on track trend, you know, all you have to do is just go to the website, literally fill out the quiz. They'll email you some stuff. And the next thing you know, you've got amazing outfits, great quality products right at your fingertips. It doesn't get better than that. It takes all of the thinking out of it. All you have to do is go to justfab.com backslash absolutely not to get your first style for as low as $10 as a VIP. You also get free shipping. So remember, just go to justfab.com backslash absolutely not. And that's 75% off your first item with my special link. And again, you're going to VIP as low as $10. Why worry about what you're going to wear? Just go to justfab.com and they will do the work for you. I got these most amazing white boots from them. I'm going to be rocking them all holiday season long. And guess what? I could afford them because I got them from Just Fab. So why not be fabulous? Justfab.com backslash absolutely not. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. I am so thrilled you're tuning in. Man, we have a lot to uncover, talk about. It's been a whirlwind. I just got back from Italy. Wellness update, got to be honest with you, not well. Rolled into town as soon as I left Europe, got a sinus infection. So I'm on Sudafed. You know, the kind that you have to show your license for, aka I'm speedballing on meth. I'm speedballing so hard right now. I'm going to bring in Jeff here in a little bit because I need him to settle me down. I need somebody to bounce some ideas off of because I get why meth heads get nuts. It's a superhuman strength. Not only am I on the Sudafed, I'm on prednisone. Dr. Choi today, 
at uh, the urgent care around the corner from me. He's like, you need a steroid. I got a viral sinus infection, probably got it on the frigging plane over here. I was thriving in Europe. Yeah. If you listen to the episode of ovaries on a plane, then you heard I almost died on the way there. But when I got there, I thrived. I do so well in Europe. Didn't gain a single ounce, not an ounce fatter. And you want to know what I did? Drank every day, ate pasta, pizza, gelato. Feel great. Got on a plane with a bunch of people, a bunch of Americans going back to America. Got sick. So now I am roid raging on my couch right now recording this podcast. I got a couple things to get off my chest. I'll bring Jeff in here in a minute. Um, Y'all really loved Robin on the podcast last week. And I am so glad, but she was so funny. She was like, I didn't, you know, like, can we just do this in the morning? I'm trying to record her in Italy. And I feel so bad for my producer, Michelle. Michelle, I know you're listening to this. I'm so sorry. I know I'm behind on everything. We're leaving for tour this week. I'm overwhelmed, but she died. She messaged me. She's like, Heather, Robin literally was like, so over it. And Robin begged me. She's like, I want to be on the podcast. Heather, put me on the podcast. And then we get her on the podcast. She's like, I don't want to talk anymore. I'm ready to go to bed. Catch me in the morning when I'm fresh. So now you'll see where I'm coming from. It's been crazy right now. I'm so sorry. I have like post nasal drip. I feel like shit. And listen, I am booked and busy and I'm truly blessed. But my friend Tim, who's coming on the road with me, literally said, he's like, Heather, you're tired and hired. You're hired and tired. You can be booked and busy, but you're also hired and tired. You know, I was entertaining 28 girls over in Italy and we had so much fun and I'll get into that in a second, but my God, I'm whipped. Your girl's exhausted. I landed, my sister was in town. I had to see people. I'm so behind on work. It's crazy. And we're leaving this Thursday for the second leg of the farewell tour. I'm going out on the road. If you haven't bought your tickets, go to heatherontour.com. We added extra shows in Chattanooga and San Diego, Birmingham. There's a couple tickets left for the, the late Birmingham show, Atlantic City. We added a crazy 6 p.m. show to Atlantic City. That's the only extra time they give us. So listen, if you get a wild hair up your ass and you don't want to go to work on Friday, come down to the early show. Late shows completely sold out. And they were like, Borgata was like, you have to add another show. I was like, great, but it is an early show. But please, if you can take off the day, please come down, see us in Atlantic City. It's going to be so wild. There's going to be so much New Jersey trash talking. I cannot wait. So check out my website. We're going on tour. We're doing the most. But in the meantime, I'm literally speedballing on all the drugs today. But I got to be honest with you, Dr. Choi was so legit. He, he wasn't letting me mess around. He did give me a backup antibiotic. He said, I got a viral situation. I got to kind of let it run its course. Hydrating, hoping the steroid will clear it up, a little Sudafed. But guys, I literally cannot feel my face right now. I feel like I could go move somebody out of their apartment, clean their storage unit, hand calligraphy all of their wedding invitations. A stranger wouldn't even have to have them give me the list of names. I could just fucking telepathically figure out the people that they're inviting to the wedding. Cause that's how like fucked up I am right now. So I'm going to apologize to my producer, Michelle. I know this podcast is getting in late, but I have spent all day at urgent care. And I was like, this is nuts. And the guy, I was like, do I need the meth meth? Like the kind that you show your license for? And he's like, oh girl, you need the full throttle. You need the full throttle. And I don't care how you've split it this way to Sunday. You walk in there And I looked really nice because I had to go to a meeting afterwards that I was like dragging my ass to, but they still looked me up and down. Like I had full makeup on at 8 a.m. 
And the woman still eyed me. She's like, oh, you're one of those. And I said, ma'am, I mean, I sound terrible. I was like, ma'am, I can't breathe. My head feels like it's going to explode. I have a sore throat. My ears are popping. I am not going to crush this stuff up, put it in my bathtub, mix it with some Clorox and try and resell it. I did watch every season of Breaking Bad and the El Camino movie, but I didn't get any ideas. She didn't find that joke funny. And I'm pretty sure she called the cops because I was in and out of that Walgreens real quick. Hoping this will dry me up. I kind of feel like, you know, when you smoke some weed and you're not ready for it and you get that dry mouth, I apologize. I've had 67 frigging gallons of water today, still dehydrated. I don't know what to do. No wonder meth heads have such bad skin. You know, I'm not picking at anything, but it just dries you the hell out. Tell you what, that's the damn truth. But listen, I had so much fun in Italy. And again, for those of y'all who have been messaging me like, what was this trip? I put it out on Instagram months ago. People signed up. These were the people who like followed through. We got like the first 30 women and we had the freaking best time. And I got to say something, the camaraderie of women, these are now friends that I'm going to have my whole life. I adore these people. And it's all just like fun, cool chicks who wanted a break. And we're now in this really adorable WhatsApp, which is, you know, like the messaging uh, app. And literally everybody has been encouraging each other. Like one girl's going through a breakup and she's like, I'm having a hard Monday. Like it's the coolest thing to see now, like we've been in this intimate group to see everybody chiming in. Like you got this, my mom's on the WhatsApp, Lady Angela of Winfield, my godmother's on the WhatsApp. It's just the best. And it brightens my day. And I feel so incredibly grateful for that experience. So my absolute yes that I'm starting off this podcast with is my wonderful girls that I met in Italy. Thank you for that experience. You all might've given me the bubonic plague on the way back, but thank you. And thank you to the country of Italy and the people of Tuscany for hosting us. Listen, you want to eat, pray, love, or just do what I did? Eat, eat, eat. You can do it. And you're not going to gain weight in Italy because there's no bullshit in the food. I highly encourage you to do that. Highly encourage people to just travel. Get out. I said this before and I'll say it again. Traveling shouldn't be this crazy thing. Yeah, we see the Kardashians going on private jets to, to luxurious trips. You can do a nice trip for less than what it costs to go to friggin' Myrtle Beach, bitch. You know, fine flights. What is, there's that app Hopper. There's that app Sky, Sky Mapper, Sky Pad, Sky Scanner. That's it. Type where you want to go. They'll send you messages when cheap flights are. Don't let the world pass you by. You got to get out and see shit. I traveled when I didn't have a pot to piss in. I'm still not up in a pond, but I'm going to get there. Delta, if you're listening, I'd love a pot upgrade, please. Flying Delta all over on the tour. I am so excited. I feel like I needed that trip to Italy to like reinvigorate my soul. Because, you know, it's it's been a lot. Listen, I make jokes about being hired and tired, but as an entertainer, it's very giving. You give, give, give. And I felt like meeting such wonderful people refilled my soul. Because Jeff knows I come off stage some nights and I have the best time performing and I'm so excited to be on tour. But you really sometimes I just have to be quiet for like 30 minutes because you give a lot. You know, and people come backstage and they want to chat. And I'm like, I don't have anything else left to say. You know, I got to refill up. So when I get to meet y'all at the meet and greets and I'm asking you about yourselves, like, tell me about yourselves because I need you to fill me back up with cool shit and warmth and love. And I'm just, dude, I'm just thrilled. I'm exhausted. If you come to the meet and greets, please bring me like green juices, maybe a B12 shot. If you're a nurse practitioner, can you bring a needle with some B12 in it? Because I'm going to need it on the road. Dr. Choi at the Urgent Care said, unless you're 
wildly deficient. It's bullshit. But I don't agree with that. I think that getting the banana bags of fluid, you know, when you go to those like hydration station places, I think they're good if you're super dehydrated, like hungover, stomach bug flu. But he said, if, you're, if your level's already normal, you're just going to pee it out. But B12, I'm about it, baby. And I'm about this Sudafed prednisone look combo I got going on. I'm feeling a little loose as a goose. But also like I could get shit done. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want me to run for Congress? Give me a Sudafed. I didn't even take the full prescription. I took one. They said take two. I took one because I know I've got a delicate central nervous system. I'm like seeing stars. Fuck, this is what happens. You come back to America, poisoned. It's in the water. It's in the friggin' water. Wow. I'm going to be telling some Italy stories on the road. Oh, it's exciting. You know, it literally, I don't get a day off for like another two weeks. I haven't had a day off in six months. I haven't. Since all this started, I haven't had a day off. You see me running around town, but I'm going to meetings with people, catching up. I haven't slept in in a long time. And I got to be honest with you. It's wearing on me. And people, I love your encouraging messages when you say, Heather, I'm worried. I am worried too, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I just got to get to our last show, which I believe is on December 21st in San Diego's tickets still available. We just opened more up. Please come to that show. It's going to be so much fun because we're going out with the bank. I got to make it through that show. And then I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to sit on the beach, drink a pina colada, babe. If you like pina coladas and getting rubbed down by a beautiful man named Mario somewhere on a beach in Aruba. That's your girl. That's going to be me and I'm going to be doing it. And we all deserve to pat ourselves on the back. You know, it's been very interesting not to be emo for a minute, but I feel like I've had one of the best years of my life. I feel so grateful. We've put in the work and it's all starting to click, but I've also had a dear friend who is going through one of the worst years of their life. And that was me last year. And the, and, and really like, I went through like a three-year really dark funk. So I just want you to know if you're going through it this year and this hasn't been a great year, next year's going to be better because fuck, it can only go up from here, right? I remember in 2016, I looked at my mom. I was like, this is so fucking terrible. Right after my dad died and I moved home, I was like, this is so bad. We are at rock bottom. I'm in a fucking quarry rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? And we were like, 2017 is going to be the best year ever. Still shitty. Might have been worse. And then I was like, 2018 is going to change my life. Came up like midway. You know, like James Franco in that movie, like a hundred, what is it, 129 hours or 127 hours when he gets stuck in the crevice, the chasm, if you will, and he has to rip off his own arm. I was like, in 2017, it was so bad. I had to rip off my own arm. But 2018, I was like, all right, well, I got another arm. I'm at least like out of the quarry. I'm out of the cave. You feel me? But this year has just been, wow, it's been wild. But I think God gives you a break in a really emo moment. I think you go through shit and there's always light at the end of the tunnel. So if you're going through something right now, I just want you to be encouraged from me. God's going to turn it around. It's going to come together. Life is not easy. There's ebbs and flows. Fuck. I came back from Italy from this beautiful trip. We had to put my, my cat down. I have two cats at home. Well, I had three. Kramer died last year. That was fucking traumatizing. And I found him dead next to his litter box. Convenient that he did that. But uh, we came back and we had to put Goldie down. My mom picked her up from boarding and rushed her to the vet because she wasn't eating. And she, they're like, we think she has leukemia. Thank God I have Delta left. Delta's like my real rock. But I mean, I said, I looked at my, my best friend called me and she's like, I can't believe you had to put Goldie down. I mean, I was fucking hysterically crying on Saturday. 
losing my mind. Because to me, Goldie was a part of my dad. So the fucking cat dies of cancer. My dad dies of cancer. I'm like, what's next? You know, holidays are hard for me. My dad died at Christmas. It's coming up. I'm just trying to keep my eye on the prize, like keep going. So I want you to know your words of encouragement. You coming out to the shows literally gets me through this time. I don't give a fuck about Thanksgiving. I don't celebrate Christmas anymore. I know it'll change once Jeff and I have kids, but my dad died on the 23rd. It's hard. It's hard. And if the holidays are hard for you, I want you to know I hear you. You're seen. You're heard. I got you, girl. Open a smooth bottle of Chianti. Put on love actually, kick your feet up. Don't have anything that's cutting off circulation around your fupa. Get comfortable and know that you are loved, you're appreciated, and we're going to start fresh in 2020. We got new goals. Things are going to be okay. And I'm praying for each and every one of you. Absolutely friggin' yes. You know what's another yes? The fact that my cutie, little Italian stallion, is begging me to come on the podcast. So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to bring him in here. He really wanted to do the voicemails, he really wanted to be a part of it. And I said, honey, I'm going to let you come in. So in just a minute, I'm going to bring in Jeff. But um, it's just been a wild ride. You know, and and listen, maybe I'm getting emo because I'm on meth. I don't know. I don't know, Cheryl. But I feel like somebody, you know, somebody sent me a DM the other day and they're like, I just felt like you needed to hear it. Like, you got it. Like, keep going. And I was like, I needed to hear it. I'm crying. Why am I crying in the podcast? Is it the drugs? I thought I had strap about eight hours ago and now I'm literally giving you a TED talk. Who the fuck am I? But this is what's great. We're going through this shit together. You know what? Absolutely not doing it alone. You're never alone. If you're a fan of the podcast, I'm a fan of yours and we're in this together. Call into the absolutely not line. Leave us a voicemail. Let's talk about things. That's why I created this friggin' podcast. I wanted us to be able to bitch and laugh and giggle and get through shit because Life is too goddamn hard to not do it together. Can you get an amen? That was me speaking in tongues. God, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good and we're going to make it. Y'all know I bought some designer bags in Europe, but the reason I wait to go to Europe is because they're less expensive there. I even went out to the Gucci outlets, baby. You know, I'm not paying full price for anything. The cool thing is you can go to tradesy.com and get gorgeous designer, authentic bags that Tradesy has put their stamp of approval on for one eighteenth the price of what it costs to buy something right directly in the store. I love Tradesy. I already have two bags up there that I'm going to try and trade for something else because I want to keep things moving around in my closet. The cool thing is I don't have to worry about whether or not these bags are real. Tradesy guarantees the authenticity of these bags or guess what? You get your money back. They've got shoes, they've got accessories, they have clothes, they have all of it. All you have to do is go to tradesy.com. And listen, if you want to sell a bag, sell it, make it easy through tradesy.com. Here's the best part. There's no fake shit, okay? Everything's guaranteed. And if not, you get your money back. You don't like it, don't keep it. They handle returns so you don't have to. All you need to do is visit tradesy.com to save $50 on your very first Tradesy purchase when it's over $400 or more. Use code absolutely at checkout at tradesy.com. That's promo code absolutely at tradesy.com. And there's no reason why you can't have a beautiful, luxurious designer bag. You just don't, you you, you buy it smart. Again, go to tradesy.com, tradesy.com and type in absolutely at checkout. If you spend $400, you're getting a full 50-50 off your purchase. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. That it is what it is. 
I'm living, laughing, loving because I got my tradesy.com on. All right. And now back to the podcast. All right. On that note, I say we bring in the old Italian stallion. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so thrilled that I could bring him in here. Thank you for letting me bring the people that are part of my life in and incorporate them into the podcast. He's ready to giggle. So without further ado, the Italian stallion, Jeff Daniels, come on in. As I said earlier, I would bring in the Italian stallion. So I wanted to get his feedback on our trip to Italy. You know, we were doing the most, doing some wedding planning and all those things. So I brought Jeff into our studio, AKA our couch and Gramercy. Jeff Daniels, welcome to the podcast, the Italian stallion. The fans want to hear from you. I brought Robin on the podcast last week. People freaked the fuck out. So they want to hear from you. You were the most next requested. How does it feel to be that popular, honey? The love that you guys show upon me and Heather is absolutely incredible. So that's an absolutely yes, babe. It's an absolutely yes. Thank you so much. We enjoy it. Everybody's been so lovely to us and you guys are fantastic. Thank you. He's so diplomatic and so cute and would be a great politician. Here's the deal. I really have, you know, I have a lot of love for this man, but I really had a lot of love for this man tonight when I came home from doing an event and he he looked at me and he goes, babe, we need to get, we need to get the dog in the wheelchair. Y'all, we've been thinking about it. I don't know what to do. We've applied. We're probably like the 600 person on the list. Do we need a dog that has a handicap right now? No. Do we have time? Absolutely not. Are we obsessed? 100%. Jeff, what do you think? Are we just fucking like really, truly biting off more than we can chew? We may be, but you know, we have always made this joke to Fred. It's not really a joke because it's going to become reality one day, but we've always said that, you know, if we hit Powerball or, you know, we got really successful and big and, you know, our careers really took off that we are going to get a farm and literally just fill it with like 200 dogs. And we're not talking about like running like a puppy mill. We're talking about like anti-puppy mill. Let's go ahead and preface that. Yeah, this is not going to be a puppy mill where like we sell the dogs or anything. No. These are just 200 personal fucking dogs. (laughs) So when the health department shows up and they're like, hey, um, hey, Daniel's residence, y'all need to shut this down. Oh, you don't know she said Daniel's residence? Look at that. Well, did did you did you accept that that it would be a Daniel's household? Did you just recognize that? Here's the deal. As a 21st century woman, I said I wasn't going to take Jeff's last name. It has nothing. Which is, which is fine by me. Right. And it's only also because like I'm known as Heather McMahon. My dad asked me right before I passed because there's no boys on the McMahon side. He said, will you please keep your name? And I said, dad, of course I will. And Jeff has been very gracious and does. He's been like, you don't have to change your name. Our kids give me Daniels. I'm just going to go by Heather McMahon. And also look, it's a stage name, whatever. Like that's who I am. You do you, boo. That's who you are. Thank you. But the joke is we joined this country club in Atlanta and I'm joining because my parents were members, so I'm the legacy member. So I joined this country club and it's under my name because we are not legally married yet. He's like my guest, but like, so it'll be under my I, membership. I'm a second class citizen until <laughs> until we officially become one. So we're just going to go down to the courthouse so we can get married. He's like, if they call me Jeff McMahon, because the joke is amongst all of Jeff's friends that I wear the pants in the relationship. Even I don't, Jeff is the man, but they always say they love to call him Jeff McMahon to piss him off. Actually, I was thinking about a wedding house hashtag and people like you should just have it be like Jeff like Jeff goes McMahon or Jeff to McMahon you know like one of those and I was like Jeff would fucking flip his shit yeah because I would never hear the fucking end of it from my ruthless friends your goomba Italian friends okay we gotta tell you about one of his friends right now let me tell you about this guy Michelangelo Polito this is his real fucking name where does he live Secaucus Secaucus New Jersey it's not Secaucus well it's Secaucus yeah 
Oh, so I'm saying it's Secaucus. It's Secaucus. Secaucus. Okay. So Michael is engaged to this wonderful girl, Danielle. We're obsessed with them. We're going to their wedding in August, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, Michael is so afraid of friggin' flying. We were at Jeff's sister's friend's getting the other night that I said, Michael, what are you going to do about the, the wedding? He goes, listen, here's the deal. I'm getting on a boat. If your wedding's in September, I'm getting on a boat oh, in August. Oh, that was his plan B. He said plan A was hopefully, hopefully they build a bridge by then. Like what? He's dead serious too. Like Michael is sarcastic, but literally, I'm just going to call him Polito. I don't call him Michael. Polito's sarcastic. He's like, Heather, it's a year away. They're going to build a fucking bridge. I already called Cuomo and everybody like, who's the governor of New Jersey? Booker? Cory Booker. No, Cory Booker's a senator. Oh, I fuck. actually don't. Phil Murphy? Is he still the, Anyways, the governor of New Jersey? Polito's right sitting in his house in Secaucus right now, writing letters being like, hey, why is nobody building a bridge to friggin' Florence, Italy? I don't get it. He he is petrified of fucking flying, but. Which I I mean, listen, after my fucking ovary exploded, I have a little PTSD, but I'm not actually afraid of flying. I'm afraid of what my body now does in an airplane. Yeah, well, you're afraid of your body betraying you. He's afraid <laughs> of the pilot of, you know, modern, modern day innovation yeah. betraying him. So Jeff was so sweet. So I didn't tell him when everything that was going on with my ovaries on a plane. And if you don't know what happened to me on the flight, go back and listen to the other episode. Ovaries on a plane, I break down everything. But I feel like if you're listening to the podcast right now, you're an OOG. So I didn't text Jeff because Jeff earlier that day, I, he knew I didn't feel good, but we kind of didn't know. I've had some like ovarian issues or whatever, but I, I was like, I'm going to tough it out. So I didn't text Jeff that I need to go to the hospital because I knew he'd fucking freak out. I didn't text you, did I? Uh, no. Well, the time change was difficult too, because you didn't leave until what, like nine no, I, li I left at like midnight. Yeah. No, no, but when I got in the air, the only person I texted was Chris because I said, Jeff will freak the fuck out if he can't get in touch with me. And I, because Chris knew, Chris was tracking my flight. I knew Chris would be up. So I texted Chris. And then when I landed, I basically texted Jeff. I was like, Jeff, um, by the way, I'm on the way to the hospital. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I knew if he had to stay up all night, it would have been bad. Well, no, I would have been fine because I knew you were flying to England. The one thing I, that would have freaked me out is if you had to go to a hospital in a foreign country that didn't speak English. Yeah. Because that's where you, you know, you get afraid that something's going to get lost in translation and, you know, there's going to be a language barrier and you may not get the proper care that, you know, I would hope that you would get wherever the hell you were in hospitals. Were so. you afraid? Be honest. I, I wasn't because you were in England. So I knew that there was no chance of that lost Lost in translation. translation moment. Like I tell them I have an ovarian cyst, but they're like, yeah, somehow they just take off my face. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to take off her face. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So uh -huh. the fact that you were in England really helped ease me and calm my nerves. But, you know, you're a trooper, so I had faith that everything would be fine. <laughs> Let me tell you something real quick. So we had this wonderful girl on the trip named Carrie. And Jeff got to, he, he got to hang out with the girls for like two nights. And Carrie's a cardiologist. And, you know, this is why I've always said that women are the stronger sex. And I stand by that. And, I, and it's not a man versus woman thing. But literally on the trip, Jeff had been leaning on his shoulder in a weird way. And so his arm went numb for a little bit. He ran up to Carrie and was like, I think I'm having a heart attack. Whoa. You did? Let's, let's qualify what happened here. Okay. I've had limbs go numb before. Everybody's had that. That's perfectly normal. You don't freak out about that. For two friggin' days. Days, guys. For days. two days. I literally had a numb sensation from my elbow down to the tip of my pinky. So after two fucking days, you start to get a little concerned. But this is what and I then, And okay. then on top of that, 
Uh-huh. After another beautiful pasta meal, I had a little pain under my rib cage. So couple cold the gas. Coupled with the numbness, you start your mind starts racing and then you think, holy shit, I'm having a heart attack. But this is the thing, Jeff. When you started bitching about basically your gas bubble under your armpit, I got so furious in a sense that I was just like, I am fucking died and this baby back bitch is pissed about a gas bubble you are such a hypochondriac jeff hypochondriac i've had this conversation before and, yeah, and, and i've told her i said you have to understand men are a little bit of hypochondriacs because when we get sick it's actually very concerning because we are so used to what not being sick n- no, just being able to deal with anything. And, you know, you get sick and you're like, shit, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like a badass, like something's wrong. Okay, well, first and foremost, this is why I think men need to get periods. If you got a period every fucking month, you would just like, you would fucking melt down, Jeff. I love you, but you get a sniffle and Jeff's like, oh my God. Okay, call the specialist. I got a friggin' runny nose. I'm like, you're allergic to cats and you're around the cats. He's like, I don't know. Something's happening. My brain's leaking. We got to call somebody. Um, it's just, listen, I realize that my cross to bear is that I'm going to always have to be the one who's like having the health issues because I can handle it. If you would have well, been in the same situation, Jeff, you would have ripped he- off your dick. Heather takes more supplements than, you know, I don't know. A fucking Chinese guru. Yeah. <laughs> then literally a friggin' pack mule. Yeah. You know, over in Nepal. But she takes more herbs and spices and supplements and they have literally zero effect on this girl's health because every other week it's a sniffle. It's a cough. OK, but I've been, I've been flying. OK, I talked about it earlier in the podcast. My I have the immunity of a Petri dish. I'm dead dog tired. I didn't have a day off. You know, I'm so blessed to be in the position that I'm in, but mama's tired. I mean, Jeff, admit it. You're, you're, bad, at, you're a badass. You're, you you're crushing life. You're working all over the place. I'm very proud of you. I love you. Thank you. But we don't have time to to go full circle. I don't know if we, I don't think we're going to get the dog, but I also don't think we have the time. We may not have the time, but we there is the a heart. gaping, gaping hole in my heart after seeing that poor dog. And I got to tell you what. There is something very sexy about coming home and having your man show you a picture of a dog in a wheelchair and be like, babe, this is ours. I'm like, I would have almost given you a blowjob right there. I thought about you, it. And I I'm mean, like, Ugh. you could do it right now. We could. No, Jeff, this isn't a fucking porno podcast. Do they have those? Listen, I could fill like, you know, five or six minutes of dead air space while you just go to town. <laughs> That's disgusting. I am so sorry. I need to publicly, you know what? Absolutely not for that. One, I'm not staying down there six minutes. You have a three minute threshold and then I'm fucking out, baby. Well, I have a three minute threshold because you refuse to to work farther than three minutes, but. No, Jeff, it's that, you know, I'm tired. See, see, that's the thing about blowjobs that people don't talk about enough. It's you're literally on the fucking clock. Like, yeah. like men know that you don't like you don't want to be down there doing this. So it's, it's just like you're choking. You, you, yes, Jeff. I, it's not easy. Yeah. OK. You yeah. know what? That, that, that really made me feel good. <laughs> you know, really, you really inflated my ego there. Thank you. Well, no, but Jeff, it doesn't matter. OK, well, now you're the one throwing yourself under the bus. Jeff has a great penis, but I'm just saying it, regardless, you're choking. You're choking. 
It's not. It's not natural. There, you, 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 you know what blowjobs have? There's a shot clock. I, I I know a lot of your audience isn't going to understand the analogy of sports. There is literally a fucking shot clock. Yeah, you got to break it down. What sports? No, we're not getting into that. <laughs> What's a shot clock? No, tell time. me, tell me. What's a shot clock? This is great. There's no way that <laughs> that they're going to understand. What sport is it in? Uh, basketball, for instance. Bas- okay, basketball is a shot clock. Oh, a shot clock. I thought you said shock. S H O C. Shot. S H O T. So it's like basically if it the ball goes in the hole. But even after the buzzer's gone off, you still get the point. Yes, but you. <laughs> okay, we're, we're sport. Yeah, we're not, I love sport. We're not going to get into it because it's too complicated to understand. But what is it in relation to a blowjob, Jeff? That there is a limited time that you have to perform because the you know you don't want to be down there longer than that. So. Uh, Jeff, I always finish to completion. When I'm giving you a blowjob, I may be thinking, did I change the laundry? Have I responded to those emails? I try and make eye contact so that I, you know that I'm into it, but my mind. Blowjobs are all about eye contact, by the way. It is about eye contact. But my mind though, is I'm literally thinking like, oh, that sweet puppy in the wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) But see, like when you go downtown, you're like in it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I'm enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening. Whatever. Robin's the one who literally told me. She's like, as soon as you quit giving blowjobs, they'll leave you. So my mom, do you know that my dad asked for a blowjob on his deathbed? He was in the hospital and he asked, my mom goes, you have a catheter, Kyle. That's a man after my own heart. He knows what he wants. My dad, when he was, he was like completely coherent. That was the thing that was so fucked up about when he died. It's because he was completely coherent and we were all in the room. And my dad looked over in front of my sister and I to my mother. And he was like, Robin, I love you so much. And you were such a good lover. And my sister and I were like, for fuck's sake, dad. Like, I know my parents fucked up and like, they were like, had a hot, wild sex life. And what did I say when we got engaged? What did I say? You said a lot of things. Like what? Like, oh my God, I can't believe it finally (laughs) happened. No, I knew it was happening, but I did tell you like an hour later, I said, babe, I never want to not like enjoy making love to you. I was like, it's very important to me that when we get old, we're still bumping uglies. And you said, bless ride forever and ever. It's true. I do love you very much, but I will say it, you got extra hot points, like showing me a special needs dog. I was like, oh, I'm, this is it. Let's make a baby right now. Let's do it. I mean, we, we want all the puppies and kitties. We, we just love animals. We do. Rest in peace, Goldie. Y'all, my cat died. It was a whole fucking thing. And I've said this forever and, and I really mean it. Like it pisses me off. It's an absolutely fucking not when people do not get the same amount of respect to cat deaths as dog deaths. Cats usually live twice as long. Cat lives matter. Cat lives. Pussy, I'm a pussy freedom fighter. And I believe that cats need respect and I'm sick and tired of it. Let me tell you another reason. When I knew, I knew I loved Jeff. We had first started dating. He had this old cat Whiskers who lived in the basement because Whiskers was incontinent and had to like be in a certain situation and they took great care of her. But Whiskers, Jeff called me and he was crying like this. He was like, I can't. And I said, oh my God, like I'm thinking the, the whole family's like, you know, been hit by a bus. Like I didn't know what happened. He's like, whiskeys, whiskeys is dead. And in that moment I said, holy shit, I would fuck this man so hard right now. It was the sweetest to hear you cry over a cat was like lady boner central. Well, whiskers was our, was my first animal ever. And she was very lovely. And when we were kids, we had three cats. Here we um, go. We did because my parents 
didn't want us having dogs because my dad was convinced and probably rightfully so that he would be the only one ever walking the dog. So right. he didn't want, so we had cats. Yeah. He didn't want that extra responsibility. Okay. So we had three and went to college, you know, wasn't allergic to them my entire life, came home from college and all of a sudden I developed an allergy. So unfortunately whiskers had to live in the basement, but whiskers, I mean, but in that moment, Jeff, we know you have a cat allergy now, but in that moment, I just knew like my, your heart was so big and I was like, damn, this is sexy. She was my pet and I loved her. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's an absolute yes. Men, if you're listening out there or ladies, if you have brothers that are single, anybody that you want to share, have, you know how to get laid? Just show a girl a picture of a cat. It, it, she may not even all like right, cats. All right. There, that can go one of two ways. Either she's going to think you're really romantic or she's going to be like, who the fuck is this creep that has a Jeff, cat? I would never. Single, single guys and cats are not, are not the hottest <laughs> items on the block. Um, I think they are. I think Jeff, I would, no, I think it's great. If you're like, yeah, I, I love cats. Just act interested. I, it's, I think it's very simple. It's an absolute yes for me. All right, let's get back to Italy regardless. So poor Jeff, we went into the store. It was a beautiful store called Brunello. What is it? Cuccinelli? Cuccinelli, yep. And they have the most beautiful clothes. Everything is just custom. It's gorgeous. And we went in and literally Jeff and I both were shamed. These two Italian women started snickering and Jeff went up to this, what was it? A cashmere sweater. He was like, God, this is gorgeous. It was, it was beautiful. And Heather had made a comment about, you know, why didn't you try it on? And so I beat these two saleswomen to the punch and very loudly just pointed out the fact that I don't think they make my size, Heather. I'm American. And they laughed so audibly out they loud. Laughed, they laughed kind of uncomfortably, but like, you know, also like shocked in the fact that I, you know, acknowledged the fact that I was a large man and that, you know, they were absolutely right about the fact that nothing would fit me in there. So the lady actually physically said, she goes, no, he's right. We don't have anything. <laughs> So savage. One time when Jeff and I went on our first trip to Italy, like five years ago, we were at this restaurant in Modena and it was this incredible restaurant. And we just ordered everything on the menu because that's what we do. We want to taste everything. So we're like, yeah, we'll take all of the things. And when Jeff got up, they had these like low hanging, um, kind of like big lantern lights. And when Jeff got up from the table, he lightly hit his head on the lantern. Not a big deal. Kind of swayed. Everyone in the fucking restaurant went, oh my God, a Shrek. They just started yelling Shrek. And Jeff was like, are you got to be fucking kidding me? We were just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Here's the thing. I think this is a business opportunity. You're an entrepreneur, Jeff. I think we go to Italy. We start our fabulous plus size clothing line, which is honestly, we could start at like a size eight, which is not plus size, but that's just because they don't even carry a size eight in Italy for like normal size people all the way up to like full figured. This could be your thing, Jeff. There's big dudes in villages it, in Italy. It could be a thing. I love clothes. And what should I've, we call I've, it? I've got good style. I don't know. Big salamis. <laughs> yes. Instead of like big and tall. Well, what's a word for, it's just grande is big, right? Why are you throwing an eye on it? Grande. Oh, grande. Well, I thought that was Spanish. What is the Italian word for big? I'm almost positive it's grande. Grande. Okay. So it's grande salami. And that's the name of our clothing line. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Jeff, it is a niche market. They fucking need it. So if you're listening, do not take our fucking ideas. This is an absolute yes. We're entrepreneurs. We're getting into it. But did you have a good time on the trip? I had a fantastic time with you, Robin, Lady Angela of Winfield, and the Pi Kappa Pasta sisters who are all lovely women in their own right. Oh. We had a fantastic time the 36 hours as I was with you girls. Um, we shut down the Vineyard Bistro. 
Shut it down. You know, I was outside smoking a cigar. None of these girls complained. They were all fucking troopers. <laughs> they all. I I apologized profusely to them. I was like, I'm so sorry. I know it's probably bothering you. They were like, no, we love it. We love the smell. Don't worry about it. Listen, they were probably lying to me, but you know what? They were fucking troopers. They loved you, Jeff. And I appreciate it. Listen, Jeff was like the, the zaddy of the trip for like 36 hours. Before all the pie cap pasta scissors got there, we, I got to tell you, I got to give him some brownie points. He took eight of us to the Gucci outlets and fucking wrestled two Asian men petite Asian men so he could get Gucci loafers. That was the one plus side is that nobody at the Gucci outlet was your size. So you oh, could get no, shoes. No, no. So I, I didn't have to fight anybody for myself because I knew that those Asian men who were 95 pounds soaking wet weren't wearing anything that I was wearing. Right. So you, so you it, struck gold. It was, it was more about protecting the items that you girls wanted. Yeah. I mean, I was literally have to, having to fight people. Oh, our neighbors are making weird noises. Sorry, we got scared. Our neighbors literally just dropped a bottle cap and we could hear it. But anyways, back to the podcast. Jeff literally like cleaned out the loafers, but he took eight of us and he had the best time ever. He was just hitting the fucking outlets with his girls. I think we'll have boys, but I think you would thrive with girls. I think you're a girl dad. After after Sophia and Olivia. I, Which are I, my two cousins. I who are think eight. I can definitely thrive with girls. But they're they're going to be very expensive, but I can thrive with but girls. But you love it, Jeff. Even just hanging out with the Packers, like you really thrive and you're such a chameleon. I just want to say thank you for being the best. Oh, well, I had a fabulous time. Thank you to all those women for coming and supporting Heather. And, you know, it was I'm, their trip. I'm you know? glad you all had a fantastic time. It looks like so much Do fun. Do you have any absolutely nots from Italy? Come on, you gotta have one. Coma said each absolutely not. What was one absolutely not? Hmm. Well, the fact that we couldn't buy any clothes. That was fucking heartbreaking. That was. I mean, I really think this is a good business idea, Jeff. I'm saying, well, I think we need to get into it. We'll figure out like a kitschy name. All the Italians will hate us, but whatever. We'll be raking in coin. Think about how much money we'll make in like June and July when all the tourists are there and they want to buy Italian shit and they can't. This is a great idea. Okay. I'm putting it on the vision board. Should we put it on the vision board, Jeff? That vision board you've been doing well with lately. No, I really have. And I got to be honest, I have made fun of people. I did it when I was this like is, high one day. Uh, let, let's be honest though. This is the first year the vision board is really coming to fruition. You know, but, we've been, we've been doing vision boards for, for how many no, new, only three how years. How many new years now? Three years. Three, three new years. And guess what? Everything that I put on the first vision board has now come true. I would, I would sit down and watch all the bowl games, the college football bowl yep. games. And Heather would sit down in the basement next to me in her pajamas and make vision boards. And yep. I would kind of quietly laugh at her, but you know, I would also appreciate the fact that she actually believed these things and was speaking them into the universe, as she would say. <laughs> well, I asked God, but yes, I just think you do like, it's basically like a write down your goals list. But you know, I like to hodgepodge. I'm a scrapbook and old lady bitch. You're, you're creative. I like to scrapbook and doodle and do old lady things. That's just what I like to do. So Jeff would let me smoke weed and, and, and scrapbook while he would watch the ball well, games. Why'd yell at 18 year olds who are losing me money on the TV? Exactly. Degenerate gambler over here. That's an absolutely not. All right. Here's the deal, Jeff. You really want to come on to do the voicemails. We've already chit chat enough. I want to get into the voicemails but we are so backed up and i promise the listeners we would get to them are you down to do some voicemails i would love to do some voicemails listen uh, i've got some good news and i've got some bad news the bad news is your favorite hair oil is probably you know what harming your hair clogging it up putting too much silicone in it the good thing is i've got the product for you i've talked about them forever i've used them 
I literally use this hair product every single day and I am talking about Playa Beauty. Where do you find it, Heather? You go to playabeauty.com. Listen, most companies skimp on active ingredients and fill their hair oils with silicones, which can make your hair feel soft in the moment, but literally will damage it. You put some heat on that silicone, it's going up in flames. I dye my hair. I color it all the time. Literally fried all of my hair off because I used a bad oil on my hair. Once I started using Playa, I used their shampoo, their conditioner, and their literally silicone-free hair oil, and it has changed my life. It makes my hair unbelievably soft, and it's filled with sunflower oil, apricot oil, kooky, kooky nut oil to give your hair lasting hydration. It even includes lycopene, which is a natural UV protectant to protect your strands from environmental stressors. If you're going out on the beach, put that hair oil on, baby. It's going to protect your hair. You're not going to lose your color and it's not going to get fried. I literally am obsessed with Playa Hair Care. They have changed my life. I've had so much damage from getting my hair curled and, and overprocessed. All of it, Playa has changed my life for the better. Here's the thing. You don't have to have any bad hair days. Just go to playabeauty.com and use the code absolutely for 20% off your first order. The products work on all hair types, smell amazing, and literally have transformed my hair. Don't be a ding dong. Go to playabeauty.com and type in absolutely for 20% off your first order. Literally DM me. If you don't like the product, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking do it for you. I'll come over and do your hair for you because I know you're going to like the product. I don't care if you live in Boise, you're going to be obsessed. Go to playbeauty.com and use absolutely for 20% off. Okay, here we go. We're going to get into the voicemails. Michelle, my producer, hit it. Let's get to the first voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Fiona calling from St. Louis. I always thought I would be calling um, drunk on a Friday night with something that I thought was absolutely hilarious. But we are here on a Monday afternoon right after the workday, so... Here we are with an absolutely not. Um, Mine is anyone who you're trying to like build a friendship with and you just feel like you can't be upfront about your shit. Like you just got to be able to be honest about things that tick you off. You're absolutely not. You're absolutely yeses. I want to share all that with my friends. I recently found a really awesome group of girls in St. Louis that I can do that with. So this is to all those friends that we all can't do that with. Now I'm just rambling. Please don't put this on your podcast. Yikes. But absolutely yes to all my friends in St. Louis. We all also love you and your podcast. So I just wanted to share that um, and put a positive note on it. Thank you so much. Bye. Ooh, Fiona from St. Louis coming to do a sold out show in St. Louis. Cannot wait to be there, Fiona. I hear you, girl, 100%. Listen, absolutely not to people who aren't transparent. I'm like a thin piece of Alpine Swiss cheese. That's how transparent I am, baby. I'm not even parchment paper. I'm saran wrap. You can see through my bullshit coming 100 miles away. You want to know why? Life is short. Throw the baggage on the table. Let me know. Your parents are divorced. All right. So you're probably going to cry at holidays. All right. That's fine. You're stressed out. You don't like your stepdad, Randy. Let's get it all on the table. Let's talk about the facts so that you and I don't have to figure this out six months later down the road. And then I find out you're a psychopath. I'd rather know now. Jeff, here's the thing. I see how you act with a lot of your guy friends. And guys have such different relationships than women. What do you think about throwing it out all on the table? Or do you think stay a little reserved? Is this an absolutely not or absolutely yes, honey? 
It is way too much fucking work to be somebody that you're not all the time. Amen. It's just, it's too much work. Nobody has fucking time for that. Ain't Ain't nobody nobody got got time for that. Yeah. So, you know, just be upfront, be honest, be yourself and fuck anybody that can't put up with you. Oh, damn, boy. You just heard it right here. Fuck anybody who can't put up with you. You be you be you, boo. You be you, boo. Honestly, at the end of the day, if people aren't into you, then they're not right for you. I can't please everybody. Do you know what it's like to be an entertainer? 99% of it's love. And then I get one whack job from like, I don't know, Boca Raton, who sends me a message like a sociopath. And I literally, and Jeff knows it bugs me. It revs me up. And he goes, Heather, you cannot entertain everybody. One grandma's going to email you back. You curse too much. Well, you live in Boca. I'm not visiting. You know what I mean? Also, if you're going to go through life being a douche, you probably shouldn't be you. But I tell Heather all the time, I go, you know what? Mean people are going to be mean, be mean to you. There's nothing you can do about it except, you know, you just block them or you don't you don't respond to them. And under your breath, as you close out that message, you go, go fuck yourself and enjoy living in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Okay, I feel you for her set. Here, let's do this. So an absolutely yes, Fiona, to your wonderful group of girls that in St. Louis who have supported you. You guys are all just airing your dirty laundry, you know, sleeping without panties on, just letting it all breathe. And I'm here for it. Also, side note, if you haven't ever gone a night without wearing anything below, you should try it. It's refreshing. You will not wake up with any creatures in your vagina unless you want to. And that's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to Fiona. Anyways, Fiona, thanks for that call. I fully agree. Now let's get back to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, this is Dennis from New York, and I've got an absolutely not for you. Sunday wedding. Who the fuck do you think you are doing that to me? I mean, I've got no self-control when I'm paying for my own drinks. And then you want to put an open bar in front of me on a Sunday when I've got Monday right around the corner? Absolutely not. Not for me. Not happening. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Totally hungover. Not for me. All right. Can't wait to see you in Long Island next month. Thank you. Dennis, here for it. Oh, my God. This is an absolutely not temptation on the Lord's Day. Nonetheless, you're telling me, Dennis, you went out with friends on a Sunday. You probably think you're going for an easy, breezy, cool brunch. Next thing you know, Bam, they hit you with all you can drink mimosas and you are a grown ass adult. But you and I both know once that sweet, sweet taste of fresh squeezed or maybe even shitty store bought orange juice hits your lips. Once you get through two of them, you're done. Yeah, there's no turning back. You know, it's bad when you tell the waiter at, a, uh, at all you can drink mimosa place. You just go, honestly, no juice. <laughs> You know what I mean? I've done that. New York has the best bottomless mimosas I'm, I'm ever. I'm here to maximize my money. Yeah. Don't, don't waste it with the juice. And I got to be honest with you, Dennis. I'm a terrible day drinker. Not in the sense, I don't really black out. Like I, I just, it's, unless you roofing We're me, just, I will not black out. We're past our shelf life now. And you know, we get tired. I get tired. All I do on a Sunday, if I start drinking at one, I need a nap by 2.30. I'm a night owl. I thrive in the night. Do you know how much caffeine it takes me to get out of the fucking bed? And then you want to try and put me back in bed by two, my whole day shot. So the fact that you went somewhere on a Sunday, drank all the way through the night, I mean, of course you're going to be hungover. It's cheap. 
you know, I don't know if you even have a mimosas. Fuck, you could be some badass bitch and be drinking straight Jaeger bombs. I don't know what the open bar was. What's your, what gets you, Jeff? When you see it, you're like, that's it. It's a free for all. Oh, old fashioned, not open bars, really, because I, I don't want to sound like a douche, but I usually go for the top shelf. So they don't include that in open bars. True, true, true. But, you know, good tequila, good whiskey. You know, you get you may not plan on on boozing, but Jeff has had such a bad hangover from champagne power through the first two of them. And, you know, you're going to be there for a while. You're like, well, fuck it. We're at the point of no return. Just keep on chugging. You know, and you always think, okay, on a Sunday, I'll be home by 8 p.m. Doesn't matter. Sundays are the wildest days. We've all said it. The days you go out and you say, I'm not drinking. Next thing you know, you end up in a titty bar. Next thing you know, the Giants blew a six point spread. God, Jeff. That you didn't think that you didn't think was possible. And, you know, that fourth cocktail looks really good right about now, even though you have responsibilities Monday morning. Jeff, absolutely friggin' not. Nobody who listens to this podcast, and I know I have straight men that follow me, gives a shit about your giant spread. Also, why is it called a spread? We don't know. We don't have enough time to go into. Okay, I can't. It's how gambling works. It's the absolutely not, Dennis. On Sundays, you know what? Since it's been football season, from Thursday to fucking no, really Monday night, he's an asshole. So I got to deal with this shit. I'll. You know what, Dennis? You're in New York. Let me know where the Sunday open bar is because this jackass is watching football and I can't fucking stand it anymore. So I'll meet you at the open bar and I'll be hung over with you on Monday. I'll do it. I swear to God, because I can't deal with the sports with the Z. Dennis, you got bamboozled. You got hoodwinked. It was not your fault. They got you. They got you good. They tempted you. You got the clickbait. I'm sorry, honey. Get some Pedialyte. Live your truth. Let's get to the next voicemail. That was great. Listen, are you like me and you get hangovers? I'm hungover from life right now. I'm so busy. Well, I've got the cure for you and it's DHM Detox. This is your go-to drinking buddy. I've said it before, but it's basically a vitamin for people who drink. Listen, most people don't really know that hangovers are caused by a toxic byproduct of the alcohol that builds up in your system while you're drinking. You know, it's called acetaldehyde. That's what's actually in your system. And it's gross when you think about it. The cool thing is DHM Detox uses science to help you break down the poison while you're drinking. You literally take two pills while you're out drinking, even more if you're having a wild night. The next day, you will not have the brain fog. You won't have the anxiety, those Sunday scaries. You can actually function. And I feel like in my 30s, I cannot take days off. I'm a working gal. Nothing is worse than when I get up on a Sunday and I'm hungover and I wanted to guess what? Go to the farmer's market. Well, when I take DHM detox, I don't have to worry about that. The ingredients in DHM detox are a natural extract used in Asia for centuries to prevent hangovers, which comes from the Japanese raisin tree, also known as a tree of gods for all of its amazing properties. I mean, listen, I trust all of Asia. I trust the tree of gods. The product also contains milk thistle, prickly pear, NAC, B-complex, and most importantly, electrolytes. So all you got to do is throw one of the packs in your purse, take them while you're out to have a margaritas with your girlfriends. And now it is a part of my drinking routine. You will never feel hungover with it. I truly love this product. Listeners get 20% off their first order. Just head over to dhmdetox.com and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's dhmdetox.com. Also, there's free shipping. If you buy more than one box, just buy a couple boxes and you get free shipping. If you have any questions, send a message 
message to at DHM Detox on Instagram. And remember, use my code absolutely for 20% off. So exclusive for my Absolutely Not listeners. And I'm telling you, you're not going to have any wasted days. Now, back to the podcast. Hey, Heather. This is Elizabeth from Atlanta. Um, I have an Absolutely Not. I'm over the edge about this. There have been tears. I went in my car. I'm a mother of three. I went in my car yesterday and there are rat droppings on my dashboard. I told my husband, sell the car, get rid of it. I don't care if we can catch it. I don't want to touch it anymore. This is what happens when you have three kids. You say you're never going to let them have food in the car. And then life happens. And of course they have food in the car because you're surviving and you get rats in your car. Absolutely not. Burn the car. Get rid of it. I don't want it anymore. Um, Love you, Heather. Oh, my God. Elizabeth. Rat droppings? Absolutely friggin' not. One, so many layers to this question. One, how did the rat get in the car? Can rats just, I mean, how does a ratatouille get in your car? Jeff, do you know? It was probably a stowaway. Oh, wait a minute. You're telling me that this poor mother has been driving around with her three kids and the rat's been in the fucking car the whole time? I don't know. It probably, you know, crawled through the engine block or something or. That's a thing? Absolutely. And what is an engine block? Just a component of the vehicle. Oh my God. You're telling me I got to worry about my sweet, sweet jet at home. Maybe somebody left a sunroof open. I don't know. Oh, like roof rats. No, they just can't. They don't have to be a roof rat. They just came in through the roof, maybe. Yeah, but know. it could have been a roof rat. You get roof rats at your house. There could be sunroof rats. These motherfuckers are riding in, looking in for an opening. They pop in, eat your kids' crumbs from the Dunkaroos. They want somewhere warm. You know, they want some food. Listen, I've heard of cats, like stray cats crawling up into the engine. I mean, that's a real thing. They tell you, you know, you got to hit on the hood a couple times in the winter before you start your car because they want to be close somewhere warm. I was actually at a PetSmart once. You're never going to fucking believe this. PetSmart next to my nail shop in Atlanta. I'm out. I'm getting out of my car and I hear this thing crying. And the woman next to me is like a hoarder's car. So I'm like, oh my God, there's a cat in this hoarder's car. So I go into the nail salon. I'm like, who drives that Chevy out there? And this woman's like, it's me. I said, there's a fucking cat in your car. Do you own a cat? And she's like, no, I don't own a cat. So I said, oh, what? Then it might be coming from the hood. We get this woman to pop her hood. Sure enough, there's a baby fucking kitten in her engine. So I'm next to a PetSmart. So I grab somebody from the PetSmart. They come out. We get the kitten and they had like a vet in there and they took the kitten in because the kitten was singed a little bit. Fine, but a little singed. I mean, Lord knows we thought the cat was in this woman's fucking back seat because she had fucking shit from hell to high water. It was in the engine the whole time. I, I saved a life that day. You can ask my mother. This is a real story. Thank God it was serendipitous. We were next to PetSmart. They took care of the kitty, put it up for adoption. But a rat, guess what I'm doing if I see a rat in the car? I'm burning that fucking car to the ground. I don't blame you. Discriminatory against rats. Jeff, rats carry the bubonic plague. I don't care. When they attack you and your ankles and they nip you on the subway, that's an invasion of my privacy. I love all animals. I don't fuck with rats. I have a running joke with Heather because I love the movie Ratatouille that, and I see plenty of rats in New York City construction because, you know, they're all over the fucking place, whether we want to recognize that or not. 
Mm-hmm. I always joke with Heather that I'm going to come home from work one day or, you know, from some construction site and I'm just going to throw a leash on one of these guys. No. And bring it home. And, you know, it could be a new, new household pet for us. You know, maybe we could teach it how to cook. You no, know, it Jeff, it's not like the fucking movie. This, you're not going to come home and a rat's going to be stirring fucking marinara sauce for How you. How do you know if we don't try? Because, one, the rats in New York City are about the size of your full calf. Yeah, I don't think the, the one in the Disney movie came from New York City. No, that was a French rat. Yeah, that was a French rat. It was, it was skinny, <laughs> smoked, you know, like Marvel Reds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't work very hard. Wore tight Striped shirts and a beret. Wanted a, wanted a vacation, you know, you know, a break every 20 minutes. Yeah, no, 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 no. The, the ratatouille was a Parisian rat, slender. The rat we would get would be like an old fucking huge Italian guy who works at like Vinny's down the street, smoking a cig, you know, just pissed. Oh, so you're saying that he could definitely cook then. Oh, yeah, well, maybe he could cook. But regardless, I don't want a rat in my house. I, I don't know what just, to tell you. Just something to think about. Jeff, what, if we found rat droppings in our car, I would tell you to burn the fucking car. I'd say burn it. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be pretty fucking concerned that car would be at the window that day. Do you think it could be infested? Do you think the other ratatouilles, would, he, would, do you think they could send Even, a signal to the other rats and then she'd have more rats? Oh, you mean like it's like a rent like flea bag hotel now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're having like house parties in that car. No, fuck that. Listen, tell your husband it's not worth it. Donate the car to Cars for Kids. Let the kids deal with oh, the rats. Oh, now we're going to infect the kids? <laughs> no, Jeff. They don't actually give the cars to the kids. They use the parts for like for like money. Wait, wait, wait. So that charity is like one big chop shop? It's a chop shop. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> they took like old Crown Vicks that had shoddy fucking brakes and gave them to children? I'd assume they wouldn't serve as the best, you know transportation for, for for young children. Jeff, are you kidding me right now? You are a highly intelligent person. Wait, this is an absolutely not. You thought that Cars for Kids, which I donated my old car to. I thought they were like sending like these Crown Vicks like orphanages and it's like how they, <laughs> how they like got them around town. Oh my God, no, Jeff. They don't take old hoopties and then put children in them. You thought that they took these old cars and then sent, gave them to orphanages? I mean, what's that old saying? Beggars can't be choosers? Jeff, oh my God. Absolutely not with you right now. No, Jeff, they take the fucking cars. It's a chop shop and then they sell the parts and they donate money, I think, to children. I mean, I'm not going to say that doesn't make more sense than what <laughs> I thought it used to be, but I think I have a pretty valid point as to, you know, that that's what it could be too, but. Jeff. They, it would be like, they wouldn't just give them a car that like has no brakes. And then you see a kid's going off a bridge somewhere. Also, what I mean, are these? Obviously they get a mechanic. Was it an eight-year-old driving? Obviously they get a mechanic to go over these things, but you know. They get a mechanic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Jeff thought that 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS was literally a service for old cars to go to children to die. Wow, Jeff. Wow. I have no words for this right now. Oh my God, we're getting married. Okay, listen, as far as I'm concerned, you got to burn your car. You got to get a new car. The sunroof, yeah, that, car's, that car's toast. Those sunroof rats are out of control. You got to live your best life. Like you said in the voicemail, you're just trying to survive. That's what we're all trying to do, but you don't need to survive with this literally rat's nest up in your head, up in your car. Get rid of the sunroof rats. God bless. Tell your husband to go kick rocks. He's buying you a new damn minivan. All right, let's get to our last voicemail. I am so excited. Heather McMahon. My name is Lauren Laskowski. 
And I'm just calling in with an absolutely yes. So a couple of days ago, my wonderful now fiance, his name is Hunter Gibbs. He popped the question. He proposed to me a couple of days ago. And Heather, I just would like to say, so I live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and he lives in Birmingham, Alabama. As you may have pieced together by those two important cities, we are in fact coming to your Birmingham show. We're not coming to the late night show. We were one of the lucky ones to score tickets for the show that sold out in literally 90 seconds. But so just know that you have two very happily engaged people coming to your show that night. And we just are so looking forward to a good giggle and we just love you. So I just wanted to say an absolutely yes to you. Absolutely. Yes. To planning a marriage and a life. Um, yeah. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Love and light. Oh my God. What a great voicemail to end on. Lauren and Hunter, I cannot wait to see your newly engaged asses at the damn show in Birmingham. Absolutely friggin' yes. Love is love. I'm so thrilled for y'all. I feel so blessed I found my mate. You know, it's an absolutely not. Staying in a relationship with somebody who doesn't treat you like a queen. And you know what? I think you got a good one, Lauren. And you better, you better Flag me down during the show so I can give you a shout out. It's friggin' exciting. I love it. I love love. What do you think, Jeff? Absolutely friggin' yes or absolutely friggin' yes. Pop those bottles, girl. Live your life. Congratulations. Oh, I mean, you know, everyone said being engaged is the best. No one's thrown us a party yet. We're waiting on that. So I think we'll really celebrate when somebody throws us a party. But in the meantime, it is exciting for us. The planning's fun. Did you have fun in Italy planning the wedding? I had a fantastic time planning in Italy. Hold the microphone to your mouth, you jackass. Sorry. Sorry. So sorry. I mean, Jeff, you know, he threatens to wear an olive green suit, which we're getting married in a vineyard. So he's going to blend in. I told him if he does that, I'll divorce him on the spot. That's to get a rise out of you. Oh, now you're admitting that? You get hyphy. I do get hyphy because I want you to look flawless on our day. Oh. I'm I'm, having a bespoke dress, man. I'm going to look flawless. Okay. You know, but here's the thing. Love is great. And if you're single out there, I'm, you know, it's one of my missions to help people find love. And I've teamed up with Bumble for the next leg of the tour. And I will be bringing you single bachelors to every show. So I've said this. And if you're listening now and you haven't gotten tickets, go to heatherontour.com. I have vetted them. We're finding you cute guys, wonderful people. I've teamed up with Bumble and we're doing it. You know, they're bringing guys on the road. Auctioning off all the eligible bachelors. All the eligible bachelors. Because my big thing is I love to network and set people up. So I want y'all to be, just have these guys at your fingertips. And if you have anybody that you think we should bring to the show, send me a memo. We'll bring your brother in. Because there's a lot of good people out there. And unfortunately, social media has turned us all into assholes who don't know how to communicate in person. You know? You get on the gram. Nobody knows how to have a conversation anymore. You know what I want you to do, Lauren? If I can tell you one bit of advice, marital advice, put down your cell phone. What do I always say, Jeff? Oh, boy. What do I always say? Be present. Be present. Jeff's checking his scores. I say, put that phone away and be present. My job is Instagram, but I put my phone down and I'm present. It's a real double standard. Okay, shut the fuck up. Love is love. And I love Jeff. And I love your love. And I just want everybody to feel our love. And you're going to feel it at the show on the tour. 
We're going to end the podcast here because I want you to know I am so friggin' amped up. I may be on Sudafed. I may be speedballing on prednisone, but I'm going to be out on stage bringing you the laughs a minute. Jeff's going to come to some of the shows. So look out for the Italian stallion coming to a city near you. I'm going to bring the whole crew with me. Tim's coming. Chris is coming. Christina's coming. I've got my team. I feel so blessed to be doing what I'm doing. And I'm just so excited. The coolest thing that I've said about doing these freaking podcasts and being on the internet and doing TV and all this shit and Going on tour is meeting y'all in person and hearing your stories and how you're connected. And so the fact that you're bringing your fiance to the show is fucking badass. And I'm so excited. And maybe he and Jeff can take off their shirts and take topless photos together for our diaries. Would you be, would you do that? Listen, I love meeting the fans. We love meeting the fans. You guys are absolutely amazing. You guys support us to levels that we would never think humanly possible us did you hear that us yes us. you support us us never about me it's about jeff we're <laughs> no, team. i know we it's, are it's, team. it's always it's always team first it's not an I, it's not an i think it's team you're right there's no i in team and that's why you're going into this marriage and i'm thrilled to meet you at the shows guys thank you for tuning into this episode thanks for letting jeff hop on and do some voicemails listen click subscribe love your neighbor don't put your kids in pumpkins don't be an asshole I ask so very little of you, but be good. I'm not going to steal Ellen DeGeneres' line. Be good to one another. You know what I'm going to say? Keep it sexy. Keep it cute. And if you got an attitude, put it on mute. And that's what's up. All right. Love and like, guys. Remember, click subscribe, leave a review. You know, shout out to the haters. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.